Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See a Podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me, as always, is AJ Rebecca. Hello. Today we'll be doing our in-depth review of Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. So if you have not seen this movie, uh, you can go back and listen to our episode where we talked about whether you should go see it, in which case I said no, AJ said yes. So you were probably torn. Hopefully you saw it and now are listening to our in-depth take on it. And agree with me. Uh, so when we were, when we talked about should I go see it or not, I said no. I thought that uh, the story after the first act uh, meandered and uh, was ultimately a forgettable film for me. You thought it was in your top 25 of all time. Yep. Uh, so let's get a little more into it. Because most of my concerns are plot related. Oh, mine, mine are completely... Well, I'll let you go first. Mine are completely like if there was like a director's cut or something after it, completely fixable. So you go. Okay, okay. Because I, I, you have this fire in your eyes I right do. Now. I got a couple concerns. Okay. Uh, so the dramatic turn of Willoughby, played by Woody, Woody Harrelson, the, the deputy there, the sheriff. Yep. Him killing himself, right? That is a, a big switch in the whole film. Yeah. And I thought it was a bold choice, and I respected that. Okay. But then after that, I don't think they knew what to do. And without that push and pull of those two strong characters of, of Francis McDormand as, as uh, the mother and, and him as the cop not finding her daughter's killer. Like the push and pull of those two characters was, was what was making the movie for me. So act one, I was into it. And then he kills himself and I was like, all right, that's bold. What now? And then the what now is just kind of a bunch of random scenes and just meandering and just didn't know what to do. I mean, I, I feel the whole, the whole tension in the film is the town and their perception of the billboards. And after he killed himself, it just exemplified that by 100%. Because they all thought that she drove him to kill himself, sure. which caused the, the, the billboards being lit on fire, the her lighting the, the police, police department station, on yeah. fire, the her date with... Um, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. And it kind of just built and built and built and built and Dude, built yeah, on I was, that. I was excited to see Tyrion Lannister so, like, show up. As much as I agree that it was it was it was very that that dynamic relationship was great, I disagree because I think it just it propelled the plot a little bit further through those billboards. I don't I don't disagree that it, it did propel the plot. I just for as a this is more of a style choice as a yeah. personal as a viewer, I that's not the story I wanted to see. Yeah, I, you I just I, wanted I, him to die in a, a hospital bed of pancreatic cancer i don't you i mean sick fuck not about that particular Dude, when character he, okay when he split spit blood all oh, over was, her face that was a good scene and she immediately went from like badass mama bear mode to like oh my god to like, like caring, are you yeah. fucking okay that was a great scene that i'm gonna give you that scene. there were a couple but you thought scenes. she was overacted so i mean fucking no, that i don't scene, even know who to do anymore. that scene had subtlety some of the other scenes where she's just flying off the handle like, like what, the priest of, no speaking of while we're talking about flying off the handle, the daughter saying specifically, I hope I get raped on the way to whatever. And she says, I hope you do too. The night that she does, you don't think it's a little on the nose from a screenwriting perspective? No, I don't. I bumped on that big time. I was like, oh, no, the eye roll. I, it was Hardcore very, it was very, it, I thought it was very real. And maybe it's just my friends growing up or the people that I, I don't know, this is fucked up to say, but I come around with like, I heard some shit that sounded a lot like that growing up. Not in my own household, but like sure. friends and shit like that, the way they talk to their parents. It's like, oh my God, like you actually said that to your parents and they actually said that back to you. That's so fucked up. See, I, I guess I can't relate to that. Side, yeah. But I, I don't, I don't. But it was fucked up. And it was, it was a tad on the nose, but. I, yeah, it, that I bumped on that. The other thing I bumped on, the CGI deer. Oh, really? Fucking weird. Like they can afford the horses. He's got horses. But they can't afford a zero yeah, on set a for a day? Are a domestic fucking animal, Bill. <laughs> you don't think there's someone in Hollywood that they could pay the animal trainers? They got bears yeah. for the revenue. They Let's call Jim the, the, the deer guy. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I heard yeah. y'all need deer down they there. They have a deer guy that they can bring on. 
That I bumped onto just because it just stood out as just silly. Uh, They also never paid off the fact that the guy that spooked Frances McDormand in in the store that she worked at, and then the guy that Rockwell listens in on, luckily, uh, is the same person, right? Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. From story perspective, but like they never paid that off. Like you, Frances McDormand never got to see her him again. I was waiting for. Him to say, I overheard this guy, blah, blah, blah. And then they pull a mugshot from the license plate or something. And then she's like, oh, my God, that's the guy. But they never did that. And I thought that was an odd choice as well. And maybe that would have been too easy. And they were trying to subvert expectations there, which if successfully. But for me, that was a little bit of a missed opportunity. I only had two problems with the phone. Okay. That was the first one. Oh, okay. All right. So you're with me on that. I could have done more. Yeah. The score and sound design in that film was absolutely atrocious. That didn't. I that did not come up to me at all. I that thought the whole. Like, I had a note here opera, that said music choices were good. Opera prelude into like the weird ambient fucking. No, it was just it was bad. That's interesting. It took me away from it. Uh, the last <laughs> the last note I have here that I thought was worth bringing up is I know you talked about in our should I go see it segment that Sam Rockwell. Uh, good to see him getting work. I feel like I haven't seen him since Moon. Give that man an Oscar for so best you, supporting actor. So for me. Uh, again, this is more on a story level than it is a performance level. I think he did what he could with the character, but I, I didn't feel his transformation was earned at, like at all. I thought it was super rushed. I think it was like a, all of a sudden you clap your hands or overnight he, well, he the, reads the letter. The hand clap was a Molotov cocktail <laughs> to the face. So, yeah. so he reads the letter yeah. and like all of a sudden years and years of like abuse or whatever his, his, his upbringing was like, not necessarily abusive, but all of that just goes out the window because he reads a letter. Like it was, if they made it more gradual of transition throughout the course of the film, I would have bought it. But I just thought it was it was too much too quickly, just for the sake of serving the plot. That was my that was my hang up on Rockwell. The one take where he goes across the yes oh, yes I mentioned that in the show. see it also the 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 so there's the a one take scene where he climbs he goes from the police department across the street. Breaks through the door, goes up into the advertising uh, department. Kicks the shit out of Red. <laughs> throws him out red. the window. No, no, no. Goes back downstairs, finishes the job box in the police department, all in one And the new captain shot. is watching the whole thing like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all in one fluid shot. He was great, by the way. The guy who played the, uh, yeah, the new captain. Yeah, I don't captain. even know. I don't I'm have sorry. the name. I don't have the information. Uh, he, he was great. He was great in it. That was a great character, I thought, and that was a nice a nice choice, especially given the racial overtones. The beginning part of the movie, sure. I thought that was a great that was a great choice. You, um, I think, in the initial should I go see it, and to me in person, you thought Francis McDormand completely overacted, and I, I have a problem with that. I, I feel like I don't know if that completely overacted is the phrase that I used. I feel like that's a uh, G- give me like the range of overacting of, of Francis. But she, were you talking about like? Burn after reading overacting or like Fargo overacting? I don't I don't recall any overacting in Fargo. I just felt like, and again, this could be more the writing, but it was a little too one note. I think that that's why the scene with Harrelson and the blood spitting up was one of the best scenes, the most memorable scenes to me, because there was that subtlety and there was that other side versus the rest of the movie. She's just swearing at people gratuitously. And like after a couple scenes of that, it's like, yeah, fucking, I get it. So you thought the pre-scene was like completely over the top? Uh, the pre-scene was I, I don't know that Jesus, not didn't do much for me. Let's talk about, uh, Woody Harrelson's wife. Yeah. What the shit was so, that? So a lot. So <laughs> I, in Hollywood, <laughs> like, the thing that, that, that I caught on was a lot of Hollywood. They have an older man with a much, much younger 
actress playing the wife or girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. And that happens. And in this movie, I thought it was like even more blatantly obvious than usual. Uncomfortable. And nowadays they'll, they're smart about it and they'll throw in a line of dialogue about yeah. like, like having met a younger non. wife or a trophy wife or whatever. Yeah. But they didn't do anything like that. So instead it was just kind of awkward because she looked like she could have been his teenage daughter or something. Yep. Uh, and then she opens her mouth and you're like, where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah. New Zealand, England. Sometimes I thought I was British. The deep South. Sometimes I was American. I I was all over the map. Literally. It it reminded me of, um, do you remember the, uh, so Vera Famiga was in the departed. The departed. Yeah, sure. She played the, uh, the therapist. Yep. And it was every other scene. It went from like this had fucking Boston accent. You're like, do you need drugs? Are you okay? To like this proper, like I went to Yale and I had a 3.8 and yeah. blah, blah, blah. She was the, I, I love her from, especially from up in the air, which is one of my That's favorite movies of all time. The, yeah, I know. But, but, uh, she was the weakest part to me of the department. Whenever I rewatch the part, I usually fast forward her scenes. Yeah. The, not it's, gonna lie. it's horrible. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, but no, I think we have made our positions pretty clear. Any last notes on three billboards? Yep, three I don't, billboards. I don't think it will get. I I don't think we'll get a nod for best picture. But I hope that no, fair, no, it, it it shouldn't. No, they but might. I, they could throw a screenplay at it if people. Sure. Uh, again, I don't. I didn't like it's screenplay, but get, I also understand not why people might like it. it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Francis McDormand should get a nod for um, might. Might. Okay, we'll see. And I think Sam Rockwell should get one, too. I think that's ludicrous, but all right. So um, I'm a big fan um, from the director of In Bruges. If you haven't seen In Bruges, watch uh, that movie, then watch this movie. Bill, you gave it a no. Uh, yeah, I say you can pass on I, I You what could else? watch it. You could watch it on like HBO or something like that. Catch it there. But you don't have to run out and go see it in theaters is what, I'm, is what I would say. All right. So that's our take uh, on three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Thank you for listening to the Should I Go See Podcast. Have a great week.